に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall <笑>いくぞ One billion trillion planets in the cosmos and you must be wondering how this one ended up teeming with life Well frankly my dear I don't have an idea except It seems possible that the origin of life on the Earth's surface could have been first prevented by an enormous flux of impacting comets and asteroids, that a much less intense rain of comets may have deposited the very materials that allowed life to form some 3.5-3.8 billion years ago, or as my friends from the Project Awakening, not Robert De Niro's one, states, we were seeded by Hans Talian technologist Will out growing up with uh, Through the Warhol with Morgan Freeman and Neil deGrasse Cosmos, Carl Sagan, Andy Weir, Stanley Kubrick, Star Wars, Star Trek, Alien, Interstellar, Martian Chronicles, Guren Lagan, Galactic Football. And now we are witnessing first images of the black hole and planets from the different galaxies. There is the new space race between SpaceX and Blue Origin. Moon is becoming new touristic destination. Let the planet counting commence. Oh, and Luca, how you doing? I'm doing great and uh, I'm ready to hunt stars, comets, planets and explore the universe in this very episode. Well, for the start, let's first have a little disclaimer for our listeners, as we are not scientists, we are just people who are watching scientific shows on discovery, National Geographic, history, etc. And we were just a little kids who wanted to be astronauts when they grew up. And Luca, tell me how you imagined the Vasiona Uh, well, uh, listen, uh, as a huge fan of fiction, and obviously when we are talking fiction, uh, everybody, I mean, the greatest writers of sci-fi always imagine the, the, the cosmos, how it looked like, and uh, the stories in the space. Uh, uh, the space uh, just fascinates the human mind for centuries and millenniums. And so, of course, uh, mine as well. Uh, but... Uh, The one interpretation that I always uh, liked is, uh, you know, in the interpretation, maybe this sounds dark, but, you know, like uh, Ridley Scott in The Alien, just, just, just the, the scattered planets with the, the wild beasts and the predators and aliens and, uh, uh, and the beautiful cinematography from time to time in space prisons, uh, AI, you know, that kind of things, so, but... Um, as a kid, you know, every kid wants to explore cosmos, every kid wants to go to space, and uh, maybe maybe in our lifetime we go to space, you know, with the technology rising right now and uh, talks about space tourism and uh, similar stuff. Yeah, the, the most uh, uh, fearsome uh, thing that I scare, uh, that scares me from the cosmos is it's, it's uh, mostly empty and boring. And Yeah, listen, uh, we are, I think, when you think about it deeply, you find yourself that you are maybe uh, scared of the vastness and and the, 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 the uh, greatness of cosmos because we know so little, like, you know, and it's, it's the part that we, we didn't even begin to scratch our knowledge of uh, our universe, our universe itself, and not, not the countless universes that exist, not even the galaxy. Not just... Yeah. Our solar system, we know so, so little. And uh, as a, in our nature as a, as a human uh, species, we, we have that need to discover, to, 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 to break new frontiers. And 
the there there is no greater frontier uh, than the space. Oh, that's that's really nice. So thoughtful. Uh, uh, you know, uh, um, I imagine that uh, I would love the universe to look like, well, let's say some combination between Star Wars and Marvel universe from comics you know that there's everything you can see everything we are a really important part of uh, cosmos in that universe it's not like in star wars where we are not even dimensioned so well what do you think about how the universes are depicted in some of the pop culture uh, well listen let's I always hated that we're not present in the Star Wars as a species, but you know you can make an argument. It's it's okay, but you know I just don't like it. Um, uh, in my opinion, like the way we depicted Cosmos, and uh, I always I let's just say for the sake of entertainment, I like the the the, the stories like Star Trek and Star Wars and uh, and, and Alien, and but I always thought that as uh, a kind of a lesser sci-fi, not. In the disrespectful kind of way, but I always like. Currently, I'm reading Marshall Chronicles from uh, Ray Bradbury, and uh, his his vision of uh, us, the the and the picture, the depiction of Mars. I mean, it's from the 50s, and it's amazing. You know, it's amazing that uh, how you built such worlds on, the, and you didn't have any knowledge, like especially back then, and uh, with the when you're making. In trying to make it realistic, like when you're making Star Trek or Star Wars, you, you're just using some of our philosophies and translating to these characters that are, you know, fictional. You you have various alien races, and you, you need the hell of a imagination for that and hell of a world building. But uh, in my opinion, I'm always like that guy that likes that old sci-fi books like Asimov and and uh, Bradbury and uh, similar, like you know Stanley Kubrick, the way. He portrayed going out in space in 2001, although it's not about genuinely about uh, space uh, in some sense. It's more of a philosophy of life and everything. But I always like those kinds of depictions a little more. But, you know, as a fan of comics and uh, generally Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, I, I enjoyed these as well. So with all its flaws, The Martian is a really good adaptation of how... Uh, a human will settle on the Mars. So how far do you think we are from the reality of living on Mars? You know, my name is in the capsule on its way there. Uh, yeah, well, listen. But, uh, so I'm a partially astronaut. Yeah, uh, but listen, from, from I mean, that idea of settling on Mars, it's, it's present in, in our minds for, for, for centuries. Like, you know, it always... Uh, fascinated the, the, the human mind and you know like i said i'm reading martian chronicles right now which was written in the 50s uh, but the idea you know uh like mr kennedy said uh we choose to go to the moon we choose to go to the moon and do other things not because they are easy but because they are hard and as a human species we that's our deal we need to break frontiers we need to do hard things we need to explore and uh, like Musk was speaking about, uh, you know, we we don't need just to go to Mars like uh, for the sake of it. Like there's survival concerns and these kind of stuff. But I think even him has that uh, has that part uh, of himself where he just says, you know, you, we need to do this just for the sake of fucking doing it because we are humans and 
this is what this brain was given to us and this courage to to, to break new frontiers and to to, to go in the space to to uh, make another planet our home in spite of the difficulties and uh, and you know hardships that we might face and uh, is it realistic I think it is and I think we can achieve it how fast I don't know but I think that's the kind of ideas that make uh, makes us humans. So now that you mentioned that, tell me what do you think of the Big Bang? Uh, well, I'm not a scientist like like you. No, neither you and me are scientists. Yeah, what do you think about the theory? Yeah, but uh, as I, as I like to think, I'm an educated person. <laughs> well, I believe you. You do not think that we are made uh, from the gods. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, gods. Work. So, yeah. yeah, if we're not God's work, yeah, I'm no creationist, but yeah, but the, listen, the, I always uh, uh, Big Bang is just is just in you know what we know is just another theory, you know, but yeah. uh, the theory that many agree upon. But you know, you can make a perfect argument that uh, it's not viable, and uh, you can you know ask a thousand questions and disapprove it maybe, and you know, although I'm not. Uh, on step with science and uh, like I said uh, I don't know everything but it is a theory in general which we've been taught that generally it is accepted in even in our school we taught uh, we learned it in our curriculum um, but uh, listen I know I know I'm no creationist but am I am I in favor of the Big Bang yeah listen <laughs> I was in favor when I was a little kid of aliens making us you know when I was watching National Geographic but yeah, I believe it was history. Yeah, 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 maybe it was history. Yeah, and uh, but right now I'm uh, till till something better comes up or maybe more imaginative. <laughs> uh, I'm for the Big Bang. And uh, uh, until the better theory comes, uh, just like my brothers from the ancient times said, it's only logical. Italians. And so a couple of days ago, there was science. First planet found outside our galaxy. The finding comes from observation of an X-ray binary, a neutron star or black hole, pulling in gas from a companion star. And scientists are believing they discovered the first planet outside our galaxy. And uh, nearly 5,000 uh, planets, exoplanets, are orbiting stars beyond our sun uh, uh, that uh, have been found, but all of them were in this galaxy. And this is the first to be outside. I I I, I think it's a Whirlpool galaxy. So, uh, what do you think about such a finding? Uh, I think it's very interesting. And uh, we, we, as long as we are furthering our knowledge in that sense, uh, as long as we are searching uh, for the other galaxies and proving that it is uh, scientific researches about the other universes and existence of the other universes, I think we're. Uh, I think. Like I said before, that we need to do that as humans, you know, that's the human spirit. And um, about those ideas that we mentioned before of maybe inhabiting other planets, you know, that's still far out of our reach. But exploring the galaxy a little more, I think it, it starts to get in our reach, so to speak. And, uh, you know, of course, we have our solar system to, to explore first, uh, but... Uh, labor. Yeah, yeah. But listen, uh, what we're doing right now, I think... Uh, the, 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 I think the world generally is curious about it, and I'm curious about it, so uh, I'm all in favor of those things. 
Oh, I just Google it's such a cute name. M51 ULS1. Oh, how, uh, and that brings me, uh, how you would name if you found out the planet, if you were the Starfleet commander and you have the right to name it? Would you like to be Starfleet commander? Uh, well, one of my dream jobs. One of my dream jobs uh, is a graduate of the Starfleet Academy with the highest honors and promoted to the captain of the so humble of the USS Enterprise. One of my um, one of my dream jobs. Like if I wasn't living in this universe and know what I was gonna do, that that would be like you know on top of the list. The USS Enterprise. I, I'm no Jedi. Like everybody wants to be a Jedi. Everybody wants, but I'm I'm definitely James T. Kirk. And better, like, you know, USS Enterprise, Shenzhen, you put me in charge and I'm going to blow the roof of the place. Trust me. Then tell me, uh, Commander Luca, um, do you think um, how far uh, how far are we from the first contact with the extraterrestrial race? Do you think it's um, uh, that we can get some first signs of its existence in in our lifetime? Well, listen, I'm, I don't want to jump into the realm of uh, conspiracy theories right now, but... Uh, Just jump in. Yeah, but, but one thing we can for, for for certain, almost certainly, you know, theorize, so so to say, it sounds a little bit stupid, but, you know, uh, if you think that till now we are the only living beings in this universe, intelligent living beings in this universe, you're, I mean... What the fuck? You 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 are sadly mistaken, my friend. Uh, will we make the contact? And did we already make the contact? I like that's the stuff of the conspiracies. But will we know gain the further knowledge of it and maybe you know uh, be become neighbors in some sense in the future? Um, I think I think eventually that will happen. You know, maybe hundred two hundred years from now. You know. Definitely, I, I think it's inevitable, so to speak. But what do you think? Will we reach that contact in fifty, hundred? Because I think you agree that we will eventually reach that contact. I I definitely agree that we will reach contact with the aliens, but and uh, we will uh, we uh, will be forbidden to call them aliens because it's racist. Uh, they are extraterrestrial beings. They have their names. And I think it will be sooner than 200 years. I think we will achieve that in our lifetimes, unless you die young from cancer or some car hit when you go home. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think it will happen. I don't believe it happened yet. And, uh, you know, it's a question that other races are more intelligent than humans or, or stupid as fuck or something. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's our general, like, depiction of uh, aliens. Like, uh, we either look the, look at them like this superior race to us. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be suddenly that way. Like, you can have uh, uh, some aliens just beginning, just beginning the state of, like, we should call it evolution, but it's not evolution. It's in our sense of evolution. Uh, like, those could be bugs. Bucks that live on, I don't know, Mars, that could be like, you know. And I hope not the enormous big buck. Yeah, and uh, you know that uh, on the satellite of, uh, I don't think, it, maybe it was Mars, the uh, Europe, the, the satellite, uh, the size of water that, that they discovered. So it's, it's a very interesting part. And um, on Mars itself. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I read uh, a lot of uh, things about it. And you know that water is, uh, for in our case, was the, the, 
the catalyst for all life. So uh, it could prove that uh, on Mars as well and uh, other planets. Yeah, and that's the condition, the, the requirement for life to develop in way it's developed on the Earth. But some other species can develop maybe life on, with some other terms. We are oxygen-based, they can be uh, nitrogen-based or even some element we don't yet know that uh, exists. Yeah, I mean, just look at the cockroaches. Those little fuckers can... I mean, they're so... They can survive anything, basically anything. So that, that tells us, you know, they could be... Uh, the, the, the organisms that can adapt to anything, basically, in our known and unknown universe. So, uh, listen, uh, when we eventually get to that Mars, I think, I think we need to bring a couple of cockroaches, and I think they, they will rule the place eventually. They are the elders of the universe, maybe. While we are here in our room discussing these theories and space talk, there are real people who are living their life to the infinity and beyond, like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and countless nameless guys in NASA and uh, uh, other companies that explore space. I don't know how the Indian and Chinese are called. And uh, what do you think? Who is winning this Mars race? Well, uh, it seems, uh, I don't know exactly, because we probably don't have all the details, but uh, Musk looks like he's uh, probably the, the guy that's most, the right foot would be desperate to, to get to the Mars, you know, because uh, I think he really sees it as uh, his most important work. Although uh, Bezos said that uh, that all his finances, all his money goes to Blue Origin, and that, that that's the finest work he's doing. Listen, I, he's more of a businessman in my opinion than Musk. But uh, listen, uh, I think Musk has a personal involvement in that, like the, the desperation that these guys don't have. But listen, the companies like NASA and maybe Chinese, they're preparing something. So maybe 2030s, like we can talk about getting to Mars or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know now that you uh, mentioned that Elon Musk is personal. This maybe even Jeff Bezos is personal in beating Elon Musk. So, you know, yeah, they certainly created a rival. They shoot a few uh, bullets at each other, so to speak, uh, with all that talk about getting to Mars and who is right and <laughs> and that kind of thing. It's kind of entertaining. That was totally unexpected rivalry by me. for me a couple of years ago, but they, they all set some goals uh, when they expect to arrive there. So uh, I think that uh, it's all around the 30s. Yeah, yeah. So I think we can expect when they get there. Oh, well, uh, it's hard to say, you know. Uh, Musk gave some plans, you know, uh, s some looks. How, how it would be like living on Mars. And, you know, only thing we have right now is... Uh, the Martian film from 2050. Yeah, Mars Rovers, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting, kind of, because, you know, the, 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 that mission is basically a lifelong mission. You're, you're not getting back to Earth, you know. And I think Musk uh, spoke about him getting to Mars and not getting back to Earth. But, you know, so it's obvious that he's 100% uh, into that project, you know. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. I don't know, like, we're talking summer of... Musk was even talking about 2020s getting to Mars, but... Mm, I think it's not realistic. Maybe 2030s we're talking about getting to Mars, like setting up a colony there, so to speak. But it's so, so tricky, you know, how it all work out. And 
that kind of thing. But you know, you have to consider if if Musk gets first to the the, the, the Mars, he's probably going to be a trillionaire or something. That's crazy. <laughs> That's totally crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, and that then we can have a total recall if it points out that Elon Musk is a evil genius villain. <laughs> and uh, tell me, I have a couple of questions now. Uh, if there is a Mars colony, and if you get the, the offer to go there, will you go? Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I would. Uh, I don't. But you said well, you wanted to be the Starfleet admiral. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I want. I want. I want done project. I want the USS Enterprise waiting for me. But uh, no, listen, uh, it's a one hell of an experience. I mean, you don't want to be the father of the nation. Yeah, you you are you're father of the fucking planet. You know, you you you're gonna be remembered in all the history back and do it on Earth. Um, uh, with my achievements on Earth, I'll do it. So, and maybe I you know create a space company as well, become a trillionaire. Uh, but we will see. Uh, uh, listen, uh, I don't. The people that signed up for it, uh, you know, I I would like to meet them. Honestly, I like. Uh, do do you understand the weight of that situation? Like. The, the, the potential weight of going to the Mars or are they thinking like oh, oh it's not gonna happen whatever we don't give a fuck you know <laughs> so it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it I think we we should interview someone if, if the, the the crew gets chosen for in the five or six years or something I would definitely be interested to talk to these people you know actually uh, that idea of colonizing the Mars uh, if I were the one, I would be terrified stepping in that rocket and going up there. So for now, it's enough to have my name there. Yeah, and listen, uh, whether it's SpaceX, it's Blue Origin, whether it's uh, NASA or Chinese or Indians or Europeans, whatever, uh, that's definitely going to be a monumental thing for, for, for humanity as a whole. And uh, like I said, regardless of is it about uh, our survival itself or is it just about us getting to the new frontiers you know it's it's going to be monumental and people that are involved in that are doing are doing you know so quote unquote god's work or universe's work or humanity's work so uh, i applaud to those people and you know th th those are those are big goals but uh you know i think uh, i think they're worthy goals and i think they're the the, the clear humanity goals and do you think it stops there so after coming to Mars? Think about the next one in a year or two. No, I don't think I don't think we should stop. I don't think we should stop until we get the extinct and fight the robots for our survival, like Skynet or some shit. But uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, by two thousand three hundreds, I want that USS Enterprise to to fly and uh, nothing short of it. Nothing, nothing less. But I believe you will be cold until then. Yeah, but when I get rich, I'll, I'll say that they freeze me or some shit. Uh, so uh, I hope uh, I hope we get to that USS Enterprise. I know I mentioned it hundred times, but uh, listen, uh, hundred years in the future, two hundred years in the future, or thousand years in the future, uh, colonizing the ideas of getting uh, to, to the edge of our space is fascinating. And uh, as a pure human being and fan of science fiction, I'm thrilled by it. And while we are so far from that edges of the universe, let's just go out tonight and let's hopefully see finally that sky from the wallpapers from windows uh, stargazing. 
uh, yeah, but you know, in our hometown, the, the 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 sunset is always beautiful. But we don't have the the the, the starry sky as the wallpapers wallpapers suggest. But we can at least enjoy sunset. But uh, uh, I hope I hope I see some beautiful stars tonight as well. Yeah, make sure to post it on your Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely will. And uh, uh, that's that's about it for today. Do you agree? Uh, so, our dear listeners, we have to order the usual. Please uh, like, share, and subscribe to our po- podcast. Uh, check us on YouTube and Instagram as well, and we'll see you next week uh, at the same time and same place. We stay genuine, uncensored, and unscripted, and we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday.